relationships I go through And I give it all away Just so I could say that But I know, I know, I know, I know That you're gonna be okay. Hello, friends. I felt it only appropriate to start the podcast with a Jim Nance uh, hello, friends, as we roll on to the NCAA tournament. Welcome to Just Another Why Guys podcast. I am Dustin Jones. Third podcast of the week. In case you hadn't gotten enough of hearing me talk, figured I'd run one more down as we uh, we are heading into tournament time. I am headed to Oklahoma uh, as we're taping this in about, oh, like 10 hours. Uh, I'm headed up to Tulsa to check something off my bucket list, which is uh, to go to some NCAA tournament games, and I'm very excited about that. And so I thought for the uh, podcast today, we would... Uh, go through the NCAA tournament bracket and pick the games. So we have an online audio archive of picks. And I felt like the best guest to have on to go through and make these picks is someone that has a very intimate knowledge of the NCAA tournament, having uh, participated in that. Uh, He's an alum of the one and only great program that is Oklahoma University. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program, Mr. Keith Wersig. Keith, how are you, buddy? Well, hello, sir. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, just well, you, you, uh, grinding out got- these podcasts, and I, 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 I built you up there pretty good, so you, so you better come through. I didn't even tell people about your great radio experience and how you better not suck on my podcast or you never get to come back. Well, I was about to say, you talked me up so good that, man, all I can go down now is down, right? That's right. I like, to, I, like to build, I like to build people up so we peak at the top, and then it's all downhill from there at that point. <laughs> so hope, hopefully the listenership won't be falling apart when you say I have an intimate knowledge of the NCAA. I do, but that doesn't mean I know anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's just, it, that's just an entree into the discussion. Is You know, it's, it's fun to, to, to say, hey, I know someone that um, – was part of part of a team that went all the way to the elite eight. Now let's let's start out by saying you didn't actually play basketball for OU. You were nope. I was I was the student manager. So the so the guys you see sitting behind the bench in the suits and the ties. That's who I was. Yep. I was one of those guys. I did that. I definitely uh, was not. I was not tall enough to uh, to be on the team. Yeah, I I did the uh, the manager thing for high school and. Uh, uh-huh. My high school basketball team actually went back to the state tournament for the first time since I graduated um, and actually won the state championship last weekend. So that was pretty awesome. And uh, Oh, that's really cool. So the uh, you, you were part of a, a team that went to – now, how, how many years were you the student manager on the basketball team? I was there three years, and we went uh, – the, the farthest we went in the NCAA tournament was uh, the Elite Eight. And then we won the Big 12 tournament that same year. And then the next year, we uh, went to the NIT, went and played in Michigan. Well, that's a and bit then of a the next, Yeah. Yeah, and then the next year, we went back to the NCAA as a, as a, uh, a three seed. And we, we played in Arizona, and we made it to the second round. We ended up losing to Utah, which had Andrew Bogut on that team. Oh, okay. Who was who currently just got hurt playing for the Cavs. Um, he was the big star on that team and lost to them yeah, in how the crazy. second round in, in Tempe. How crazy was that that uh, that Bogut injury? Dude plays 59 seconds after signing with the team, breaks his leg. 
See, okay, so check this out. That is crazy in itself. But how about this for a job? Jose Calderon, who played, uh, I think he's with Memphis now, actually, got traded to the Warriors, all right? Right. During the trade deadline um, from, I think, the Raptors. I can't remember the team he got traded from. But anyway, sounds right. gets, tra- gets traded to the Warriors, is on the Warriors for two hours. They get his um, uniform ready and his bag ready. Never actually goes to Oakland because he got traded again, but they still had his uniform and he still gets a check for $455,000 because he was a part of the team. I need that job. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind being the 15th guy on an NBA roster for a couple of years, just put some of that bank away, show up to practice, travel, yeah. hang out, you know, live that. This dude. This dude did two hours and wasn't even in the same state and gets a check for half a million. Well, that's uh, just to uh, to switch sports for a second. In in hockey, there's a guy that uh, used to play for Minnesota Wild. Uh, his name's Thomas Vanek. Uh, played with us last year. The end of the season, they bought out the last year of his contract, uh, which was uh, I think they paid two th- they they paid two thirds of the seven point five million that he was owed. Uh, and then they they pay it over two years, but so he's getting a pay he was getting a paycheck from from Minnesota. So then in the off season he signs with the Detroit Red Wings, um, and then at the trade deadline gets traded to Florida. Well, in that deal, Detroit retained some of his salary, so he's currently getting paychecks from three NHL hockey teams right now. Wow! Yeah, that's insane. That's not bad. That's that's like Bobby Bonilla who has, gets a million dollars every year that, from the Mets. That is that is still that the crazy craziest contract. Deal. That goes through like twenty thirty five or something like that. Yeah, it was a thirty five year year uh, contract. Which whoever made that was probably not in the league anymore. You know, no doubt. All I'm saying is, how do we get this part of this type of money? You know. Well, I'm guessing at this point, the my best case scenario is for my podcast to take off and for someone to pay me to podcast. And in, and there you I'm go. not going to hold my breath on that, so I guess I'll just get up and go to work every day. <laughs> Anyways, well, back to the NCAA because that's what we're really here for, right? That's right. We uh, now we are going to the BOK. We're going to spend a lot of time at the BOK Center. Uh, Friday and Sunday, as we uh, will take in six basketball games over those two days. Um, we'll spend basically all of Friday at the BOK Center. Uh, so that'll be interesting and a lot of fun. I've, yeah, it gets, gets started at 11 o'clock, doesn't it? Yeah, I think first first tip is 11.40. And um, we're going to be seeing uh, – the first game that we'll see is Baylor, New Mexico State, which uh, starts at 11.40. And then we will see um, SMU take on. I'm going to go ahead and say, even though there's, as we're recording, there's about 12 minutes and 50 seconds left in the game. I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be Providence versus SMU. Yeah. And then uh, in the third, the third matchup, we're going to see Kansas versus UC Davis, who just uh, won tonight against uh, North Carolina. Something North North Carolina. A and T. What is it? Something. Some North Carolina team. Stop sign Tech University. I and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to root for UC <laughs> Davis just because I don't want to root for Kansas. <laughs> and then uh, rounding out our evening is going to be Miami versus Michigan State. So uh, we'll have a full basketball Friday 
going on at the BOK Center, so that should be a good time. So and, and teams from every part of the country too, if you think about it. Yeah, it's it's, it's you very got teams all the way out west, up north. You got southeast, all over the place. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be a good time. Now, um, if you're listening to this before 11 o'clock Central Time on Thursday, you can join in the JogPod Tournament Challenge on ESPN. Uh, if you go to my Facebook page or you search uh, JogPod, what the hell did I call this thing? Um, the JogPod Bracket Party. Uh, you can find us. It uh, looks like it's entry ID 139-14735. If you search for that, um, you can feel free to join in. And uh, whoever, it's just for fun, but uh, whoever all wins. You have to, all you have to put in, because I had to search because I wasn't smart enough to figure it out through Facebook. If you put in that the jog paw, that found it. Yeah, I would, ima- I, I would imagine there's not a lot of bra- there's uh there's only one bracket that's uh, called jog pod, so it shouldn't be too hard to find if you just search ESPN. Um, you, you take a look at that. So feel free to join in. Whoever wins uh, the overall will have on the podcast, and we'll talk about what their strategy was and how excited they are that their ability <laughs> to pick random basketball games has led them to internet superstardom by joining my <laughs> podcast so let's get into the games and we'll start uh in the east region uh the number one seed is the number one overall seed for this year uh which is villanova they are going to take on msm which is mount st mary's obviously one seed is never beat. uh 16 has never beat a one seed do you think this could be the year that that happens not saying it would be this game but do you think it's possible we could see that this year? Get, considering all of the crazy things we've seen in sports in the last 12 months, I feel like maybe this could be the year. Uh, I'm going to say no chance. <laughs> no, no chance on not, any of them? Not this year. Not this year. Just because all those one seeds are, are – this year it seems more than ever that it seems super top-heavy. There's a lot of good teams that aren't top-heavy, but – Look at the one seeds this year. You've got North Carolina. You got Kansas. Um, you've got uh, Villanova. I mean, those are some big time programs, and I just don't see it happening. The, the, the one hundred and sixty eight. No, I believe the one is people the point to the other one. The one people point to is Gonzaga, and maybe that would be the one uh, where people can go. We'll get to that one in a minute. But so number one seed Villanova, uh, Mount St. Mary's. Obviously, we're both going Villanova on that one. I would assume. Yeah, and uh, and a cakewalk. We're gonna go with the eight nine matchup is Wisconsin, the eight seed, Virginia Tech, the nine seed. I have Virginia Tech in that matchup. Who do you like? Oh, okay. We're gonna go opposite on that one. I've seen Wisconsin play a few times this year, and they actually played the University of Oklahoma and whooped them. Um, well, and Wisconsin, that doesn't really only, tell me anything. Yeah, they're and don't forget, Wisconsin is only a couple years removed from the national championship experience. And Nigel Hayes and some of those guys, uh, Bronson Kanan, they, they were on that team, so they know how to win. So I'm going Wisconsin. All right, so it's our first disagreement in the second game. Uh, we'll move on down to the five-seed University of Virginia Cavaliers versus the 12-seed UNC Wilmington. Who do you like in this matchup? I've got Virginia just because they like to slow it down, and they are very methodical. But I have a few things to tell you about Virginia in the later rounds. 
But I got Virginia in the first round. All right. Well, I won't need that information about Virginia in the later rounds because I have the 12 seed <laughs> upsetting for upsetting Virginia here for the one of the reasons that you said is that they slow it down. They have a tendency to slow it down, but also not <laughs> score. And I think UNC Wilmington uh, could get out to a fast start and get a lead and then uh, win this one going away. So I got the 12 seed uh, UNC Wilmington with the victory on that. We'll move down the board. Number four, Florida versus ETSU. Is that East Tennessee State? Is that uh, yes, sir. what we're looking at? All right, so who do you yes, got sir. in that one? <coughs> Excuse me, I've got to, I need the cough button here. Yeah, we don't have um, a cough I've button. Got Florida, I, I've got Florida walking away with this one. They're going to win this I've one got Florida, I've got Florida there as well, so we'll move on to this number six versus number 11. Uh, SMU, this is the game we're going to see. Uh, going up against, we're going to go ahead and say Providence. Um, I have SMU winning that game. What do you think? I also think uh, SMU, they got Shake Milton. They got a couple other guys. Another All-American escapes my uh, memory right now. But SMU is a good team. They only lost one game in conference this year. They're a very good team. So I have SMU. Also a game that we're going to see is number three seed Baylor versus New Mexico State. I'm going to go ahead and guess we both like Baylor in this one. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going with Baylor. Not that I wouldn't mind them losing. Um, I'm I'm pretty much disgusted by everything associated with Baylor right now and their their sports programs. Um, But uh, I think Baylor goes goes on to win that game. Uh, The number 10, Marquette versus number 7, South Carolina. I'm going upset. This is my upset bracket. The number 10 seed, Marquette, uh, over the Gamecocks of South Carolina. What do you think? This one wouldn't surprise me either one who wins. Um, I like uh, I like old Frank Martin with South Carolina though. I like the way he coaches, his intensity, and uh, he's got that thousand yard death there. It will just burn a hole through you. So you got South Carolina. I got Marquette, and we're moving down to the two seed Duke Blue Devils versus the fifteen seed Troy. I don't think we're going to have a disagreement on this one. Number two Duke uh, moves on uh, to the next round. I am going to cheer like crazy for anyone against Duke, but yes, Duke will win this game. Such, such a hater. <laughs> Duke, Duke basketball and Notre Dame football are my two schools that if they lose every game, I'm okay with it. Oh, so brutal. So we'll move back up to the top of the board uh, in the uh, round of 32 on the East bracket, number one, Villanova. Uh, I have them going up against Virginia Tech. You have them against Wisconsin. Who are you going to pick in that one? I've got Nova. I'm going I've got Villanova Nova as that, well, and they're and they're playing against Wisconsin. The, the what I pick, and they're just too much firepower for Wisconsin. They don't have the a few years ago they could have beaten them, but not this year. Villanova, yeah, Villanova. Josh Hart is is having a great year. Even though I have a different team, I also have Villanova going over in that one. Uh, the uh, the next matchup, I have UNC Wilmington versus Florida. Upset alert! UNC Wilmington continues on to the Sweet 16 to take on Villanova out of my bracket. Uh, in this matchup, you have Virginia versus Florida. Uh, who do you like in that one? Do you know anybody on UNC Wilmington? Nope, don't care. <laughs> I will, okay, I, I, had I will be. I, I will be upfront about this. I have never watched less college basketball than I have this year. So all of my picks are strictly based on gut feelings uh, and what little I've heard uh, in passing from other people. See, you're supposed to pick them based on colors and team names, right? 
Yeah, I've done that before. It didn't work out either. So I just went. Uh, <laughs> I went straight. I went straight gut call. I didn't think about any of my picks for more than three or four seconds and just rolled with them. So whatever happens, happens. So well, I so I got UNC so, Wilmington continuing on. So I'm going to pick Florida just because of Rick Barry's son Connor Barry, who Rick Barry he's got to be like 87 years old, has a son in college. Connor Barry shoots granny shot free throws. Did you know that? I I did know that. And he's. And he's 88% this year. And uh, Florida is also another team that, that put a hurting on uh, the Sooners this year, gave them the worst home loss since 1921. So I'm going to Florida. I like Florida's team. You talk about the Berries. I have a Berry connection. His son, uh, Brent Berry, uh, played at Oregon State University. I watched uh, Brent play That's right. a bit. And uh, Brent also occasionally uh, would shoot the granny free throws. So uh, I'm very familiar with that. So we'll move on down. Uh, you have Florida. Now, wait a minute. On. Now, one one thing on, on Brent Berry is since we're on Just Another White Guy's uh, right. podcast here. Slam he dunk champion, son. Said, yeah, it said white men can't jump. And he did it and won the slam dunk championship in 96. That's right. That's right. OSU represents, son. The, the good OSU. Not Ohio and Oklahoma. <laughs> we're talking about the Beavers, baby. The Beavers. The Beavers. It's a, it's a fucking terrible basketball team this year, but uh, what can they've been bad for a while. <laughs> so we'll move. We'll move on down the board. Uh, we got a matchup. Both of us agreed on, which is SMU versus Baylor. Two Texas schools going at it. I am going to go with the six seed SMU to advance to the Sweet Sixteen. How about you? Those are two private schools in Texas too, aren't they? Uh, yes. I believe they both are private schools. Um, I've got Baylor going on. Baylor is. They've got height this year. They got shooters. They got a good team. They started off super hot. They got a little. They had a little slump since then. But I'm going with Baylor. All right. Uh, the number ten seed Marquette for me. The number seven seed South Carolina for you. Taking on number two Duke. I have Duke moving on, of course. And I'm gonna cheer like crazy for South Carolina, but I think it's gonna be Duke. All right, so the Sweet 16 matchup for me is Villanova versus UNC Wilmington. Obviously, Villanova ends the Cinderella run for UNC Wilmington. Uh, you have Villanova versus Florida. I've got Villanova, but I think this will be a really good matchup and a really good game. And we <clears throat> I think have, so far I've gone all chalk. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're a little chalky there, <laughs> sir. Uh, in the bottom <laughs> half of the East, we have uh, SMU versus Duke. I have the Blue Devils moving on. Oh, sick them. Sick them, Bears. Sick them. I got Baylor going. Baylor. How about Ugh. that? I can't, I, can't, yeah. I can't in good conscience allow myself to, to root for Baylor. Even though I'm friends with some uh, Baylor alums, I just there's there's something ishy about that those sports programs down there. I can't. Uh, actually, for me now, it's up there in Waco. Um the only thing I like about Waco these days, <laughs> sure. only thing I like about Waco these days is they have In and Out Burger. So, oh, I'm jealous. We don't have that. Oh God, that's my favorite. Just, a, just quick side note. I am so excited that I'm going to hit Dallas just in time for In and Out Burger to open in the morning. It's going to be a, a late breakfast, early lunch uh, for me. A little double double, animal style, chocolate milkshake, and get me back on the road. It's going to be a good day, sir. So are you are you gonna box a few of these up for me? You want, you want me to bring you want, you want to have a cold double double on Friday morning? <laughs> a day a day old burger. 
I could I could pack it in and have it as a midday snack, right? right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I have we have uh, the. <laughs> We have uh, an Elite Eight matchup for me, Villanova versus Duke. And for you, it's Villanova versus Baylor. Who do you have advancing to the Final Four? Uh, I can't ever trust the Big 12 team, so i got to go with Villanova, the defending champ. Villanova, defending champ, moves on. And Keith Brackett, for myself, I am going Duke Blue Devils to advance to the Final Four. Coach K has his team firing on all cylinders. They did something no team has ever done, which is win four straight games in the ACC tournament to take that championship. They have been looking good. I feel a very special run continuing for the Duke Blue Devils. So that has them coming out of the East for me. And we move over to the Midwest with the number one seed, Kansas Jayhawks, taking on number 16 seed, UC Davis, Obviously, we're both going to go number one seed there. This is also the game in Tulsa that we'll be witnessing. Yes. We'll be <laughs> yes watching you're that. right. Go Jayhawks. And I will be cheering my heart out for the number 16 seed, UC Davis. I watched them for a few minutes tonight. Kind of like what I saw. I don't think they'll win, but it'll be fun to cheer against them just because I enjoy cheering <laughs> against Kansas. Now, let me tell you this. So, when, when uh, the year that, that I was at OU – excuse me, we went to the Elite Eight. We were a number one seed. We got the number one seed because we won the Big 12 tournament, and we ended up in the, uh, I think, East bracket is the number one we got because Texas got the South bracket. So we played uh, South Carolina State as the 16, and we were the one. And I remember our camera guy telling us after the game, he comes and says, Man, that team was fired up. They really thought they were going to be. We ended up winning by 30 points, I think. It wasn't even close. And he goes, they really thought they were going to win this game. <laughs> I said, well, that's the confidence you got to have, right? Yeah, you, I mean, seed walks, in, walks into these games going, no, we're going to win. We're not just happy to be here. And you can tell the 16s that really put up a dogfight trying to win. But some of them are happy just to get there, but a few of them, they they try and they game plan and they go all out and they uh, they're gonna give it their best effort. And do you think that that there is some benefit <laughs> in these um, the first four teams that have to play on you know either uh, Tuesday or Wednesday before um, you know everyone's you know the NCA wants <laughs> us all to think that they're tournament games. We all know that they're not, um, but they're you know basically. Well, the one the one benefit the one benefit is since they've been doing this playing game. One team from the play-in teams has made it to the Sweet 16. Exactly. There's been at least one team every year. So the benefit, I think, is you immediately just start playing ball. Right. You don't have to worry about media. You don't have to worry about people bugging you for tickets. You don't have to worry about any of that. You just go play ball and do what you do, whereas teams that start on Thursday, the first couple of days, they got to listen to everybody. Oh, you're so great. You're so good. You're going to – be awesome. I can't believe you're going to such and such location. And then the other team's already playing and getting into the to the mode. Then you gotta go and do all your interviews and all that where the other teams that are playing now, they're they're just hey, let's go play ball and let's go, you know? All that being said, we both have Kansas moving on and advancing. Uh another game that we'll see 
is uh, Miami versus Michigan State. Michigan State had an off year. They've kind of squeaked into the tournament, and uh, they're going to take on a uh, Miami team. I am going to go against my better judgment and go against Tom Izzo and pick the Miami Hurricanes to advance in that matchup. Wow, I'm strictly picking uh, Michigan State just because of Tom Izzo. Because he knows how to get it done when it comes tournament time. So I've got Tom Izzo and Michigan State moving on. It certainly makes sense. Uh, The number five seed, Iowa State Cyclones, uh, taking on the University of Nevada as a 12 seed. Who do you have in that one? Uh, I've got Iowa State in that one. The uh, Big 12 will win a couple games with those. Ruin it for me in the end, but I got Iowa State. I'm going Iowa State as well. Four-seed Purdue uh, versus the 13-seed Vermont going Purdue for me on that one. Uh, okay, Purdue's played who again? Vermont. The no, 13... that's not, not the Catamounts. No, <clears throat> I've got Purdue in that one as well. Purdue won the Big Ten, but Michigan beat them in the Big Ten tournament. But I do have Purdue winning this game. So we got uh, both uh, Iowa State and Purdue in agreement there. Moving on to the 6-11 matchup, Creighton versus the University of Rhode Island. I'm going Creighton uh, going up against Rhode Island. How about you? Oh, this is where I'm going to get crazy with the cheese whiz. Oh, oh, here we I've go. Got, <clears throat> I have Rhode Island with Danny Hurley uh, coaching them this year. I, I, I like their team. I watched them play the other day, and uh, I like I like that team. Creighton started off super hot. They made it in the top ten this year, but they have, they uh, their star guard got hurt, and they've kind of fumbled a little bit, and so that's why they got a lower seed. But I'm going with Rhode Island for my big upset. See, this is this is why I should have maybe paid a little bit of attention because I had no idea what you were talking about in any of that. But uh, I just went with Creighton because that's <laughs> the one. I I don't think I've heard anything about Rhode Island since Lamar Odom went there. That's true because the last time they were in the tournament. Lamar Odom was on the team. They haven't been back since 1999. How about some props for the deep cut Lamar Odom URI? Come on now. The uh, <laughs> hey, now you know who you know who Danny Hurley is, right? Yeah, it's Bobby Hurley's brother, right? Yeah, Bobby Hurley's brother. That's right. Yeah. Bobby Hurley's at Arizona State. So we'll move on down the board. Number three, the Ducks of Oregon fight on against number fourteen Iona. Even though Oregon lost uh, their big man inside and their shot blocker and rim protector, I am still going to stay with my home state crew, have number three Oregon advancing to the round of 32. How about you, sir? I've got, I like Dylan Brooks, and I have Oregon blowing him out. It won't I, even be close. I love me some Dylan Brooks. We're going to go down to the 7-10 matchup in this bracket. Michigan coming off a big run in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, if, if you weren't paying attention, uh, had some trouble um, with a, a plane uh, cr- basically crashing um, while it was trying to take off as they were trying to get to the tournament. Fortunately, no injuries. Lots of uh, shaking up. Uh, young men, but they were able to pull themselves together and go on a run to win the Big Ten tournament, taking on the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Who you got in that matchup? I'm going to go ahead and guess who you got just because I think you couldn't ever pick uh, Oklahoma State to win anything. <laughs> but I'm, I'm strictly going for Michigan just because I want this story to continue. Is this not the craziest story ever? This team wasn't even going to make the NCAA tournament. 
The only hope they had was to go and win the Big 12, the Big 10 tournament. And they even had a vote after the crash to say, are we going to really do this or not? A few of the guys actually, uh, Walton Jr. actually said, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to go. I don't want to get back on a plane. Get back on the plane the next day. They play at noon. They make it on the plane flight. Everything goes great. They get stuck in traffic. They are stuck so bad in traffic. They had to delay the game because they weren't making it on time. So the so this is just the craziest not, story not I've only, ever heard. Not only that, in my they life. had to play in their practice uniforms. Yeah, because they all the luggage got left on the plane because it was a investigation. Right. So yeah, you're right. They had to play in their in their practice uniforms. And so I'm rooting hard just because I want to see this story continue. I am going to go the other direction and say that even though they're young kids and they're resilient and they they were able to get through that adversity, I think after a few days off, um, that starts to dissipate and Michigan kind of reverts back to uh, their earlier season form. I have Oklahoma State with the upset against Michigan uh, moving on. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma State wins because with Jawan Evans. They've got some three-point shooters. They're a very good team. They started off very slow in 0-6 in the Big 12, but they came on hot, and they're a very good team. So I would not be surprised at all if they win that game. So we have uh, the two-seed Louisville versus the 15-seed Jacksonville State. I'm going to go ahead and guess we've both got Louisville advancing in that one. Where's Jacksonville State? Is this Jacksonville, Wyoming, Mississippi? Like I, I honestly have no idea where this Jacksonville is from. I think it's I think maybe it's Alabama. Oh, there you go. See another state. So who knows, but I got Rick Butino. All right, so we agree on that one. Move back up to the Midwest, top of the bracket. Number one, Kansas. For me, it's Miami. You it's Michigan State. I'm gonna go ahead and guess we both have number one, Kansas moving on. Yeah, Kansas will move on, and we'll be watching that game as well. And then I know you'll be cheering hard for the Rock Chalk Jayhawks, right? Uh, no, well, I'll I'll have my <laughs> hands up. I'll ha- have my hands up for the U, uh, rooting for Miami. Maybe for the first time ever in my entire life, uh, anything with the Hurricanes. <laughs> but uh, to take down the Jayhawks will uh, ruin my bracket a little bit. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I'm always happy when uh, Kansas loses. Uh, the four five matchup for me is Purdue Iowa State. I have Iowa State advancing to the next round to take on Kansas in a Big Twelve rematch. How about you, sir? I got I've got the same thing. I like Iowa State. Monte Morris. They can shoot it. They can really shoot it. If they're hot, they can beat just about anybody in the field. But uh, I like Iowa State in this game. Of course, you had uh, the University of Rhode Island upsetting the six-seed Creighton. Uh, we both had Oregon. I'm going to go Oregon over Creighton. You would have Oregon over I got Rhode or- Island? I got Oregon as well. You're right. We both have hey, Oregon Hey, now, let me on. tell you this. Yes, sir. USC just took the lead over Providence. Oh, we already really? put Providence in there. Now USC's winning. Interesting. Well, well who knows? We're not. Uh, we, I, I think it's tournament time, baby. It's March I, Madness. I, I think. I think I'm good either way uh, on my SMU pick there. <laughs> we have. Uh, you have Michigan uh, versus Louisville. I have Oklahoma State versus Louisville. I'm going Louisville. Oh yeah, the Cardinals will win that one. Whoever they play. So we both have Louisville advancing to uh, take on the University of Oregon. Uh, I have Louisville winning that matchup to advance to the Elite Eight. 
How about you, sir? Um, it's Louisville versus Oregon. I think I got Oregon. I picked Oregon in that one. I like Dylan Brooks still. Got I got to. Oregon. I, I I will say this. I've watched probably I've watched Oregon more than any other team except Duke this year. Um, and they have a tendency to struggle shooting the ball if Dylan Brooks um, is the only guy making shots. It is going to be a long day for the Ducks. They can get everybody else involved. Um, they can give Louisville a run. I think their season comes up a little bit short, and Louisville moves on. We have Kansas versus Iowa State. I think we're both going to go rock shock on that one. Yeah, I got Kansas as well. Now, don't forget, though, Iowa State uh, beat Kansas just a week ago. But I got I got Kansas. We both got Kansas there. For me, that's going to be Kansas versus Louisville. I have Kansas moving on for you. It is Kansas versus Oregon. Um, uh, here's the thing. So I filled out three brackets. All oh, right. Okay. Here we I, go. I, I have a I have I a have, single sheet of integrity, sir. I have three different champions, and some of them I can't. This game I keep flip flopping. I can't figure out who. But I think I, I, I think I'm gonna go with Kansas on my official, just another white guy podcast. I'm going with Kansas. All right, so we have Keith officially in with Kansas, so that would put Kansas and Duke in the Final Four for me, and it would put Villanova and Kansas in the Final Four so far for Keith. Both number one seeds advancing in Keith's bracket. Going chalk so far. Chalk, chalk it up. So we'll move down to the south bracket. Number one seed, University of North Carolina Tar Heels taking on Texas Southern. We've both established that uh, we don't really think uh, 16s have a chance, so we both got UNC moving on in that one. We'll look at the 8-9 matchup, Arkansas versus Seton Hall. Who do you like in that matchup? I got Arkansas just because of the 40 minutes of, of hell press. So I... I like uh, I like Arkansas on that one. I'm going the nine seed. I am going Seton Hall to move on. Number five, Minnesota takes on number twelve, Middle Tennessee. I have the Golden Gophers to advance for all. Of, oh yeah. All, yeah, all of my Minnesota love. I got the Gophers advancing. You got Rick Pitino's kid coaching that team. I got Minnesota as well. All right, Mo- moving down to number four, Butler. Versus the 13 seed Winthrop. Who do you like in that matchup? Uh, Winthrop, they won a game a uh, few years ago, but uh, no, Winthrop's going to lose this game. I got Butler. Butler Bulldogs. Butler, don't forget, Butler. Butler is a very good team that's being overlooked this year. Butler. But they are a very good team. Butler Bulldogs move on in my bracket as well. Number six Cincinnati versus the 11 seed Kansas State, who had to win to get in to this game. Who do you like in this matchup? Oh, I got Kansas State. I actually picked Kansas State before I knew they were winning last night. I like Kansas State. Nice. Cincinnati has got a Cincinnati's got a good team, but they they tend to they go into relapses every now and then. So I've uh, I got an upset. I too am going with the Wildcats from Manhattan. Number three UCLA takes on number fourteen Kent State. UCLA a pick of a lot of folks uh, to make it all the way to the championship game, and in fact, for many people to win the whole thing. I have UCLA advancing in this game. That's just because Lavar Lavar Ball is better than Michael Jordan in his prime. That's Whoa. the only reason, right? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> uh, I need a sounder for a hot take alert. 
Um, no, yeah, it, it's obviously UCLA. And let me tell you about something about LeVar Bell. I, Ball. I keep calling him Bell, but it's Ball. LeVar Ball. He's the, he's the father of the three Ball boys. He played on the 88 Washington State team. Right. Here's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon for you. The Washington State Cougars team that was the head coach in 1988 was Kelvin Sampson, who's now coaching at Houston University. Kelvin Sampson was my head coach at the University of Oklahoma. So far, I, I feel a little connected to UCLA a little bit. All right. That's a wonderful story. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll move on as that I know sell that story. Uh, number, <laughs> number seven, Dayton Flyers taking on Wichita State as a 10 seed. Many, many people feeling that Wichita State completely disrespected with this seeding. With that in mind, I am picking Wichita State to smoke the Flyers and move on to the next round. I completely agree. I got the same thing. I saw Wichita State play a couple times, and I like their team as well. I got them. Uh, the Flyers can fly on home really quick. Number two, Kentucky versus number 15, Northern Kentucky, a school that I don't think anyone actually knew existed until this point. Uh, I think we both can agree Kentucky moves on in that matchup unless Northern Kentucky decides they're just going to kill everyone on the Wildcats team uh, and not let anyone advance. The only chance they have is if they flip-flop uniforms. That that sounds interesting. <laughs> I got Kentucky as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move back up to the top of the bracket. Number one, UNC. Taking on Seton Hall in my bracket, I have the Tar Heels moving on, even though I hate them. You had Arkansas uh, advancing to take on the Tar Heels. I'm going to guess you're going chalk here. Yeah, I'm going to go chalk as well. Arkansas is not that special. <laughs> we, we both agreed on the uh, four or five seeds advancing Minnesota, taking on Butler. I have the Golden Gophers continuing this special run that they're on to go on to the Sweet 16. And what say you? Wow, that's a bit of a homer pick, sir. Very homer pick. It is. I got very Butler. I was, just, I was just talking about Butler saying they're underrated. I got Butler. I I understand. Like I said, I just went on pure gut instincts. I feel like maybe a little uh, positivity in the land of ten thousand lakes could come their way. Gophers getting back on track, returning to prominence, leading the way to a resurgence for basketball in the great state of Minnesota. Uh, the number 11 <laughs> Kansas State Wildcats, we both agreed, would move on, taking on the UL's, U, uh, UCLA Bruins. I am going to go with UCLA. Yeah, same here. UCLA is going to win that one easily. We'll move on down to the 10-seed Wichita State versus the 2-seed Kentucky. Who do you like in this matchup? I've got. Uh, I think this could be a, a pretty good game, but Kentucky has too much firepower and too many weapons. I got Kentucky. I am going with the upset in the no one believes in us. How could you disrespect us by putting us as a ten seed? Wichita State is going to come out and put a beating on the University of Kentucky to advance and just show everyone why they should have rated Wichita State higher. Wow! Yeah. How you like me I'm now? Impressed. How you like me that's, now? Uh, that's 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 definitely a uh, a uh, bold prediction, sir. That's also my bias in the fact that I hate Kentucky. <laughs> we, I've got one of those picks coming up too. We go to uh, the the Sweet Sixteen for the South bracket. 
number one seed, University of North Carolina. The number five seed for me, Minnesota Golden Gophers. I will leave you in suspense and allow you to pick your UNC versus Butler matchup. Go. I think this will be a very good game, and I can I can actually see this go both ways, but I will pick UNC. You got chalk. You got one, the Golden Gophers. Got chalk. Did you really pick? You the got chalk one more time. I am going to go with the Tar Heels of University of North Carolina to advance as the oh. run for the Golden Gophers goes on no more. But could you really? Could you really have seen me picking North Carolina to lose to Minnesota? I mean, I, I, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> Well, Minnesota's got to be a little crazy if they want to win. So That's right. Who knows They're going to have, happen, right? have nothing to lose. Shoot the lights out. You never know what could happen. Number three, UCLA. Yeah. For you, it's taking on the two-seed Kentucky Wildcats. What do you got in that game? I got UCLA in this one. Got UCLA advancing. I have it as Wichita State versus UCLA. I, too, have UCLA moving on. So, it's a long roundabout way for us both to come to the same conclusion for the moving on to the final four. Number one seed UNC versus the three seed UCLA Bruins. Survey says. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, um, hey, 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 hey. That's not. We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is another one of those that I can see both teams. And I flip-flopped in, in my brackets, but I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going with UCLA. All right. I like that pick. I, of course, tried and true, dedicated to my Pac-12 Conference of Champions. I'm also going to pick the three-seed UCLA Bruins to advance over North Carolina. So to reset right now, as it stands, my final four three picks is Duke, Kansas and UCLA. Keith has Villanova, Kansas, and UCLA as well. So we'll go to our fourth and final bracket. It's the West with the number one seed Gonzaga Bulldogs take on the 16 seed South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Hey, the Jackrabbits. You like that, uh, Gonzaga is very good this year. They've got uh, Karnofsky. That dude is a stud. He's the, the bearded lumberjack. He's about 12 feet tall and about 400 pounds, but moves. Uh, he, he's very light-footed. He is a stud. Gonzaga is very good this year. I got Gonzaga just walking away with this game. I think Gonzaga's gotten a little bit undersold in the last couple weeks. Um, some people feel like they don't play in a very good conference. Therefore, even though they ran the table for the most part, with one exception falling to BYU at BYU, which is a tough place for anyone to play, that uh, that they were able to uh, not go completely undefeated for the season. I think, however, Gonzaga moves on in this matchup. The number eight seed in the West is Northwestern, taking on number nine, Vanderbilt. First time in school history, Northwestern makes it to the tournament, much to the joy and happiness of many, many media elite sportscasters and journalists, including one of my personal favorites, Michael Wilbon. So happy that his beloved Northwestern Wildcats are finally in the NCAA tournament. Will they advance to play more than one game, Keith? 
This is a championship. They're going to win it. They're going to beat the Commodores. Well, Bryce Drew is coaching them, but, uh, yeah, I got them winning this game. All right. We have Northwestern moving on for my bracket as well. Number five, Notre Dame taking on number 12, Princeton. Could you imagine two teams that you could dislike more than those schools? <laughs> Not by much. I've got uh, the backdoor cut. I always look for the backdoor cut with Princeton. Uh, but I got Notre Dame moving on easily in this one. I could care less about either of these two teams, but I will pick the five seed Notre Dame Fighting Irish to move on. Number four, West Virginia takes on a 13 seeded Bucknell. I'm going with Press Virginia to move on in this matchup. Oh, yeah. Press Virginia is going to win this in a landslide. All right, we will move Carter, on. Carter's going to have about 10 steals in this game. I like it. I like it. The six-seed Maryland Terrapins versus number 11 Xavier Musketeers in a big battle. I am going to go upset special, and I have Xavier moving on to the next round. I also have the same thing. I, now that I realize it, I picked three 11 seeds to win. But, yes, I have Xavier moving on as well. I like it. I like it. Moving down, the three-seeded Florida State Seminoles take on Florida Gulf Coast University. Of course, Florida Gulf Coast uh, making its own Cinderella run a few years ago, taking on the Seminoles in a battle of Florida schools. Your thoughts? This is one's in Orlando, and people are saying that this Florida Gulf Coast team is actually better than the one that, uh, that made the uh, Sweet 16 run a couple years ago. But I got Florida State winning this one with Leonard Hamilton coaching. For all of those points that you just made, I am going with another upset in this bracket. I got the 14 seed Florida Gulf Coast University moving on to the round of 32 for the coveted 11-14 matchup in the uh, <laughs> Saturday uh, slate of games. St. Mary's VCU 7-10 matchup. Your thoughts? I got St. Mary's. They're, they're a pretty good team this year. They're the only ones that really had a chance to compete with, uh, even though BYU beat Gonzaga, and, and Gonzaga beat St. Mary's three times. They got a very good team, but Gonzaga's got the number. But I got St. Mary's moving on in this one. I went the 10-seed VCU anytime I see VCU in the tournament. I pick them to win at least the first game that they play. I will keep that strategy, and I have the 10 seed moving on in this matchup. Finally, our final matchup of the 64 to round out the West, the two-seed Arizona Wildcats taking on the 15-seed North Dakota. I'm going to guess we both are in agreement that Arizona wins this one going away. See, and I, I've watched – so i got a quick question for you. Okay. Out of all I, – I, I like to watch a lot of high school games as well. Out of all the players I've seen, the best player I've seen in person is Alonzo Trier, who is currently at Arizona. I watched him play a game against uh, uh, Bartlesville High School when he was on the homeschool team. He scored 66 points by himself and single-handedly beat a Bartlesville team that went to the state playoffs that year. But a very good team. That's the best kid I've ever seen in person play. So I got I got Arizona winning this one. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of love is get, being given to a couple other Pac-12 teams in UCLA and Oregon. I think Arizona could be the team that surprises a lot of folks, even though they're a two seed. 
I think maybe a lot of a few people are not talking about them as much as they could be. I like Arizona a lot, and I think they roll in that matchup. Going back to the top of the bracket, number one Gonzaga for me versus number eight Northwestern for both of us. Who you got in that matchup? Got the Zags. The Zags. We're in the same frame of mind on that one. I have Gonzaga ending the first ever tournament run for Northwestern. Number five, Notre Dame versus number four, West Virginia. I'm going with the Huggy Bear and Press Virginia to move on against the Fighting Irish. I will root for the same, but I actually think Notre Dame will win this game. So Keith has the. They don't turn it over. They don't turn. Yeah, they don't turn it over as much in uh, Press Virginia. They're going to be looking hard to get uh, turnovers, but I'm going Notre Dame on this, unfortunately. All right. <laughs> we move on down. You had Xavier advancing to take on Florida State. Who do you have in that matchup? I've got uh, – I had – who, Xavier and Florida State? I got I got uh, Xavier in this one, actually. Xavier moving on for Keith. I had the – I had the coveted 11-14 matchup here. I have Florida Gulf Coast making it to yet another Sweet 16, becoming a power, oh, wow. becoming a powerhouse of Florida basketball is Florida Gulf Coast University. We move down to the 10, number 10 VCU for me, number 7 St. Mary's taking on Arizona. I'm going to guess we're both going Arizona here to move on. Oh, yeah, Arizona. All right, so we, move, we go to Gonzaga taking on Notre Dame in Keith's bracket. Keith? Who do you have in this matchup? I actually had Notre Dame. Notre Dame that, huh? to knock off Gonzaga. Interesting yeah. that we have both come to a similar conclusion, which is Gonzaga gets knocked off in this spot. I, too, have Gonzaga going down, but going down to the Huggy Bear and the West Virginia Mountaineers and their vaunted full-court pressure takes down the number one seed Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga can't ever make the Final Four, and I think it's going to be another trend that will happen again this year. They will not make the Final Four. We move down to the other half of the bracket. For me, it's number 14, Florida Gulf Coast versus Arizona. And in a shocker, I will take the number two seed, Arizona Wildcats, to advance. Oh, I thought you were going to go crazy on it. Oh, come on now. Come on now. (laughs) I've got got Arizona as well in in a walk away. So we have a matchup for you, Notre Dame versus Arizona. I have West Virginia versus Arizona. I think we're going to be of similar mind here. We both have Arizona advancing. Yep, I've got Arizona as well. Yep. All right. So our final four matchups are set. For Keith, it is Villanova out of the east, Kansas out of the midwest, UCLA out of the south, and Arizona out of the west. We are very similar in that we only differ on one team, and that is you have Villanova, I have Duke coming out of the East. The rest we agree on. So we break down the final four matchups. Number two-seeded Duke versus number two-seeded Arizona. I am going to pick the Duke Blue Devils, even though I said I thought Arizona could be the one to shake things up. I believe in Coach K. I always will. And I think Grayson Allen is finally going to show up in the Final Four to take his place among the vaunted white boys of Duke and lead them to another victory. 
against yes, you're right. he, he, Arizona. He will he will show up and he'll be trying to trip somebody. Well, <laughs> so uh, that's be, what he's good bitch, for. Bitches be tripping. What can I say? Bitches be tripping. <laughs> uh, I got Arizona in this one. You have Arizona. Ariz- Villanova. You have Arizona, I, Arizona, Arizona. You have Arizona knocking off the defending champions to move on to the final four. I'm sorry, to the championship game, and they will take on the winner of Kansas UCLA. Who do you got? I got Kansas. It's not going to be a, a Pac-12 uh, final. It's going to be Kansas. Ooh. Here's where we finally get some disagreement. I have the three-seed UCLA Bruins from the Conference of Champions moving on to the national championship game April 3rd in Glendale, Arizona, taking on the Blue Devils from Duke. I love it. It's going to be a great – I don't care. <laughs> if that's our Final Four, it's going to be a lot of fun. So our championship games – It really games, is. Our championship games, for me, it's Duke, UCLA. For you, it is – Please don't tell me you picked Duke. Please don't tell me that. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm asking to, who, who's your who's your final matchup? You have Kansas I've, versus Arizona. I've got Arizona and Kansas. Correct. All right. Pick your national champion, sir. I got Arizona winning eighty-six to seventy-eight. Eighty-six to seventy-eight. Arizona Wildcats coming through conference of champions. Reign supreme on Keith Worsick's bracket. Now for the official. Jog Pod champion for the pick that everyone will love. I am going to go with the matchup of Duke versus UCLA. I love the Conference of Champions. I love the balls. More than one reason that I love balls. But in this particular instance, <laughs> it's Lonzo Ball playing for UCLA. But. I believe in Coach K. Too much. Oh, jeez. Too much. I have. Oh, jeez. The Blue Devils of Duke University winning their fifth national championship. No, sixth. Sixth? I thought it was five. So sixth. Now Coach K's got five already. Sixth national championship for Coach K. He's gone through so much this year. His back injury. The team has struggled. You know, it's a hard, it's now, a hard, you know. it, it's a hard life up there in uh, in Durham, North Carolina. They have so much adversity you know, they have to overcome. Duke was ranked, Duke was ranked preseason number one and had all the votes. So they are just going to return to the form that everyone thought they had, and they will finally be the team that was ranked the AP number one to start the season and end the season as number one. Duke Blue Devils is where we're going. My final score, 82-77, and a close matchup. Duke reigns supreme on the jog pod. I can't believe you picked Duke. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? Hey, I told you I went pure, yes, pure gut instincts, and I've watched more Duke than anyone. I was very impressed with their ability to come back in – uh, three and all four of their games in the ACC tournament to win. Those were all hard-fought games. I was very impressed, and I think I will give you that because there's win. a couple of those games in the ACC tournament they should have lost, and they came back to win. And so I'd give you that. They definitely, you know, whenever I pick mine, I have certain teams that are always good that I go, yeah, I just can't see them winning it, but I don't know where they're going to lose. Duke is one of those. Kansas is one of those that I always have going. All right. They, they're very good. They always find a way to lose somewhere. 
Well, Duke, not so much, but like Kansas, I always go, all right, they're going to go out somewhere. It's just a matter of where. This year I had them going all the way to the championship game, but I know they can't win it. It's Kansas. They can't win it. Someone else is going to beat them. They've got to go out somewhere. Well, sir. Isn't, we, that a, isn't that a fantastic philosophy I have? It is. It is fantastic. I, I, I do not disagree with that philosophy, but in my heart of hearts, I love Duke, and I will pick them whenever possible. See, that's why I'm a Duke hater. i got to continue to hate the Dukies. Well, sir, I would say that this has been the <laughs> most informative, most in-depth, most, I don't know. We're just breaking really, down knowledge, aren't we? It's, it's really, this is really the best NCAA tournament preview picking show, I think, in the history of picking preview shows on the Jog Pod. So, so next time what we're going to do is we're going to get some wah-wah when you pick a a bad team right yeah, exactly yeah I, that sounds like a lot of work for me to put in sound <laughs> effects i may just make them with my mouth um or because if i have to go in and add them all in and post that's that's way too much work but See, we're, we're, you're gonna have to add that wah, wah when you make a bad pick or, or <laughs> some sort of party sound like hey that's a great pick so we are going to see each other very soon to enjoy some basketball maybe a few adult beverages and a few other fun things along the way can't wait till we can uh, complain about all of these uh, matchups in person here in uh, short order, sir. Now, you might have to bring a seat cushion because you're uh, going to be painted on those seats and it's going to hurt. <laughs> don't you Don't you worry, sir. I, where, where I got us sitting, we'll have comfortable chairs. Don't you worry. Oh, that's what I like. You got us in the VIP you, you right know, behind the coaches, don't you? You know how we roll in the jog pod. When the jog pod takes control of the tickets, life is good. I always like to hang with just another white guy. Just another white guy. Maybe next year uh, we'll get media credentials. See if I can't get oh, there my, you go. They, we'll get ourselves on the list. Well, we'll have to go to like Dallas or, or Kansas City somewhere because you know it won't be in Tulsa again. So we'll, uh, yeah. And then hopefully the Sooners will end uh, Oregon or uh, Oregon State will be in it, right? Yeah, Oregon State. Uh, I think they, they made it in last year. I think you're right. I think they made it as like a nine seed. Yeah, but uh, they they uh, flamed out and then had an awful season this year. So who is the most famous uh, basketball alumni from Oregon State? Uh, that's easy. Gary Payton. That's right. Gary Payton. Good job. I didn't know if you'd know that or not. That's yeah, dude. Gary, Gary Payton. Very impressive. Gary Payton took us to the tournament like when I was nine years old. So rather, and I lived about 25 minutes from the campus at that point. So yeah, I'm very familiar with Gary Payton. Now, what is the farthest that Oregon State's ever gone in the tournament? Do you know? Um, Have they won a championship? I I don't think they have. No. Okay. I know they they've I they've, know they they've won a Rose Bowl in football, like in the thirties. Because didn't one of the Berries go to Oregon State? Yeah, Brent Berry. We talked about that like twenty five minutes ago. Man, see, I told you, I'm getting old and I forget things. And uh, I just watched USC win, so this is, like, crazy. That's right. I, okay, wow. Brentberry did go there. 75-71, Providence ends up losing that game after being up all game. They they started out a little bit slow, and then they uh, falter at the end. 75-71, that's crazy. Yeah, and then that's the Trojans. I actually had the Trojans winning this. Then when I flipped over and saw they were down 15, go up. well, that was a dumb pick. Ah, but they came through for me. Not like it means anything because this pick doesn't count. 
All right, sir. And the I infield, think... too. And the infield married an Oklahoma girl. Ooh. Well, no counting yeah, for taste. And she's, she's, she's quite the looker, too. He, now, Andy Infield it was the Florida golf, uh, Florida golf head coach at the, when they made their uh, uh, Sweet 16 run. Yep, uh, they talked about that at the uh, start of the game. So it's an impressive win for the Trojans from the Conference of Champions. Have you have you seen any Pac-12 games uh, this this year with Bill Walton calling them? That dude works in Conference of Champions at least every five minutes. Okay, so are you on the the hate Bill Walton group or you love him? I love me He's some one Bill. Of those guys I you love, love me some Bill Walton. Yeah, I like him too, so I don't understand why everybody hates on him, but I like him. I love pretty much every announcer that everyone else hates. Dick Vitale, love him. Chris Berman, I love, love Dick him. Vitale. Berman, I could, I, I could go without. Yeah, I mean, I don't want, to, I don't want Berman calling games, but uh, Berman on some highlights, I'll take me some Berman. Okay, that that I'd be good with, but uh, I want my Gus Johnson back. That guy is great. Yeah. Always, anytime you hear Gus Johnson's voice, you know something crazy is about to happen. I hear the click. He always got those buzzer beaters. That's right. I hear the click clack of little feet. That must mean Buster is coming to invade the podcast, which means it's time to wrap this thing up. We are at just over one hour exactly. So we will finish things up. Hey, sure. we set some sort of world record here, didn't we? Uh, two radio guys that can cancel, that can that can quit talking after an hour. I think we have probably uh, <laughs> set some sort of record in that respect. So what uh, what other what other activities do you think that we should uh, partake in while we are in Oklahoma this weekend together? Well, this being a uh, a public forum, I'm not sure if we can get into those sort of activities on this uh although, broadcast although sir. it is a although it is a public forum this is certainly not a family-friendly show even though two podcasts ago <laughs> I, I did interview a seven-year-old however we're not really family-friendly listening here on just another white guys <laughs> podcast I'm, I'm gonna stick to the politically correct answer now i just want to see a lot of great basketball need some good food are you are you ready for the return to see another alibi this weekend yeah, well, I saw him actually. Uh, what did I see him like a week ago? <laughs> yeah, but you, but you haven't seen him with me. Oh, you're right. Well, it's always different when you're there. I just hope that I can. I am not like wiped out because I've. Okay, so here, listen to my schedule here. Okay, I've got. I work. I, I work too many hours already. I'm working tomorrow. Uh, during the tournament, by the way, Friday we're going to the game. Saturday I'm going to work for twelve hours and then uh, try and go to another alibi. So we'll see how I'm hanging in there. And then we got to get up and, and go to more Sunday, basketballs Sunday on Sunday. And then go to the games again. Yeah. Hey, you only live once, sir. Sleeping, so you is, can sleep when you're dead. That is very true, and that's why I'm totally in on this, and you won't hear any complaints from me, because am I going to remember this, or am I going to remember my day at work? That's right. Well, sir, I appreciate you taking some time out of that busy schedule to come on and talk hoops with me. We will be doing this again very shortly thank you all for tuning in to this episode this special ncaa tournament bracket prep episode of just another white guys podcast if you've been begging for sports 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 on this podcast you are now fulfilled as a human being spiritually and i say you're welcome that's it i'm dustin jones always protect the five hole It's just me against the world. Ooh, ooh.
and the new 